everyone, and welcome to 7 Mile Chats, a podcast where each week I, Julia Struckley, talk with someone about a scripture verse of their choosing, and we look at that scripture from different angles. I'm a scripture teacher at a Catholic school. I've been a youth minister. I have a master's in theology, but the purpose of this podcast is just to have a conversation and try to apply it to today's world. And today I'm walking and talking with someone I have not yet met in person, but as a connection through Twitter. She's a tech slash STEAM lab teacher and tech and arts integration specialist from Des Moines, Iowa. She's a mom. She's a wife. It's Kathy Roby. Hi, Kathy. Hello. Thanks for being here today. How are you? I'm doing well. Staying, staying cool. Yes. Well, thanks for being here. What would you like to share with yourself uh, about yourself with the listeners? Um, like you said, I'm a teacher. Um, been doing that for a little while. Um, wife and a mom. So I've been married 33 years this September. Um, I have four kids. My oldest um, is married and I have a grandson. He's almost two. My other son is a priest. He was ordained a year ago in June. And then my daughter is a education major, kind of English education, but hopes to be an English teacher, high school. And then my youngest son just graduated high school and he will be off to college. And he now is discerning the priesthood. So that's my family. Oh, wow. I know. That's amazing. It's exciting to be a grandma and to have a a priest in the family, possibly two priests. I know. You must be doing something right. That's what everybody (laughs) says. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Any tips for the parents out there? No. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Pray. Pray a lot. I don't know. (laughs) Pray a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself. You've picked um, a verse from Luke chapter 11, verse 9 through 10. So I'm going to have you read that for us and then we'll get into it. And I tell you, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. Okay, so I love this this passage from Luke, and I'm excited to hear why you chose it. Um, we've talked about quite a few of Luke's uh, gospel here on this podcast, and um, as I just a review from last season, Luke's gospel is divided into eight major sections, and the travel narrative is like the biggest section in Luke's gospel, and it's chapters nine through nineteen. So this chapter kind of falls right into that narrative, and essentially Jesus is traveling around Israel. He's teaching. He's encountering. He's doing his his core ministry. Um, and right before this passage in chapter 11, Luke has, um, or has Jesus teaching the disciples to pray the Our Father. And so we're definitely kind of in this like theme of like prayer and, and how to do it and how to respond to it. So my first question for my guests, though, is why did you choose this passage, Kathy? Well, it kind of goes, I, I grew up Catholic. I was a lifelong, or am a lifelong Catholic. Um, I went to Catholic schools. My grandma was very influential Um, I just remember her doing like the liturgy of the hours every day. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know at the time what that was, what that book was that she was always reading, it seemed like, but um, I later on found out that that's what that was. So, um, and I guess for me, like, I just, there's lately, especially like the past couple of years, something, I just like, something just wasn't, I needed something more. I needed I mean, I went to mass every Sunday, you know, obviously, like, like I said, I have a son who is a priest, you know, another one going to the seminary, but I just like, I want something more. And I would hear people, especially like, I have friends that are Protestant and, you know, they're like, oh, but, you know, I have such a great relationship with Jesus. And, 
you know, it's like, uh, you know, how, how do you do this? Or you hear people say, just listen for that voice of Jesus. And I'm like, wow, I don't know how it's like, it was just like, I want that. I was like desiring that. So during COVID came, you know, the lockdown and, um, a lot of people say, oh, it was horrible. And it was, um, but I also find it to be like a blessing because it slowed us down and we couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. So just that quiet time. Um, so I thought this is the time I, and I was good at like doing this prior to this. I was off and on. I would do the liturgy, the hours sometimes, or the daily scripture. Sometimes I would go to adoration. Um, but I, I, during that COVID, I was making a commitment. I'm like, I'm going to do this. Got, got the time. Um, so I thought, what are my goals here? Cause I'm a teacher. What are, what are the goals? Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, the what's, what's yeah. the outcome here that I want? So, so I, um, I thought I'm going to do the liturgy of the hours, but I'm just going to do the morning prayer in the mornings and the office of the readings. So I'm not going to try because then I get like, if I don't do it, I kind of like, oh, I'm just going to quit that. So I thought I can do those two things. Um, and then my daily scripture and then some type of, you know, like a little reflection about that. So I did that, kept it up. And then we went back to school. Um, and then at that time, I think too, during COVID, we weren't going to mass. And I just mm. thought about, I thought about the Eucharist a lot for whatever reason. I just kept thinking about missing the Eucharist. That was the one thing I really missed. Um, and I guess I, in the past, I had just taken it for granted, you know, you go with Sundays and, but it's like, I'm really missing this. So once the church has opened back up, um, we used to have adoration every Thursday at my church. Um, so I signed up for the seven to 8 PM time slot. Well, that was when the schools opened back up and I, I just wasn't very good at doing that consistently. I was still good with my two liturgy of the hours prayers. So when, let me kind of go back a little bit. So when school opened up again, um, I would do my morning prayer and the readings in the morning. And then on my way to school, I would listen to like a reflection on that Hallow app. I don't know if you've heard that app. I, I would listen to the reflection and then um, during lunch, so I would go to the, usually just go to the staff lounge and hang out, but I would go eat my lunch. Then I would go back to my room and do my office of the reading. So I was pretty committed and I kept that up. Um, but the adoration, that seven to eight in the evening, you're tired from teaching. It's like, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I was kind of like halfway there, but not so much, but now this summer I've been committed. So I've been going every Thursday night. Um, I've been also doing a daily mass during the week, usually Wednesdays. And I, I feel like something's happening. I am growing in my faith. Um, I, I just, I have this huge desire to learn more about the Eucharist. Um, so God's giving me a lot of graces and I, I'm totally committed now. I know I'm going to go back to school and like, I know I will keep up with the adoration. I just, fe- I feel like internally stronger, I guess. I don't know. So um, mm-hmm. that's kind of, mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at at this point. I just feel like there's so many blessings and, you know, there's a lot of turmoil going on in the world, but I have such an underlying, I don't know. It's just like, it feels so calm and it's like, there's stuff going on, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, 
it's hard, it's discouraging, but it's like, I'm so filled with joy, just like, not our priest calls it the fake joy, but just like that deep, I'm content. And I like, this is what I wanted. Mm -hmm. It's like, I finally got what I wanted. And it's like, I just kept praying to God and Jesus, I want to know you, help me to know you, help me to, you know, and it's like, it's happening. So I always tell people, it's kind of like running a marathon. It's like, you start small, it's hard, but you keep at it and you're eventually running. You're eventually running that race and Mm -hmm. finishing. So um, I'm excited because mm-hmm. it's like now I'm like, I'm ex- that's why I, I contacted you. I'm like, I want to talk. I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I know it won't, it, it won't last. It, it kind of like it's life, but I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel really content. And even like my kids have kind of noticed a difference. Um, and people mm-hmm. say a lot of times people say, well, I don't have time to do what you're doing. God will make time. It's like, it will, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, maybe it's like spending, I'm a scroller. I love to get on Twitter. And like, before I know it, I've spent <laughs> an hour on Twitter just like, but it, it's mm-hmm. a, dis- it's a discipline. So it's, it's like, I've, this is my morning time. I, I won't even look at my phone. I, I might look at it in the morning. I have set times where it's like, it's, it's almost like a schedule. So I'm not so, oh, I might miss something or, <laughs> you know, it's like, Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really matter. It's like, if I miss a tweet, it it doesn't really matter anymore. It's like, it, right. I don't know. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, no, totally. So it's, it sounds to me like, so we're talking about like asking and receiving. I mean, it makes sense. Like the first thing is to like make yes. that time so <laughs> that we have a good good quality time to ask. Like, I mean, certainly, and especially what you were asking for, it seems like in your story and you were sharing about like, just, you just wanted to get closer to God and like, what, you know, who's not going to want to reward that, you know? So I'm I'm glad that you, but it's more than just asking, like it's asking, then you have to make that time because if you, you want to, you know, if you want it, then you have to make time to receive it. So I feel like this verse is, you know, it's twofold. It's asking, um, but then we also need to be open and ready to receive. So it's great that that sounds like that's kind of where you're at right now. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and as you mentioned, that's not always, it's not always going to be the case. Like there are going to be moments of desolation. And I've talked about that here on the podcast, but I guess like anything else you'd like to say about like making that time so that we can ask and that we can receive? I don't know. Do you want to respond to any of I just, said? like I said, for me, it was just, I'm kind of, a, I guess I'm a scheduler. It's like, I've just like, I carved out 30 minutes in the morning and in the big scheme of things, 30 minutes isn't really that much. I mean, like I said, in the past, it might have been mm-hmm. 30 minutes scrolling my phone or I just like just making sure you carve out that time. And like I said, yeah, I'd like to sit right. and talk with my teacher friends and during lunch, but I need to do this so I can be better. Mm-hmm. Like I know like these blessings are going to help me going back to school. So it's like now I'm experiencing Jesus and different places I go. So like students that are hard and difficult, uh, hopefully I'll be able to like Mm -hmm. (laughs) work better with them. Just, you know, just Mm because Jesus is there and helping me. And yeah. So do you work at a Catholic school? I know that you, I I know you went to Catholic school. Do you work at a Catholic school? Okay. I do. Yeah. So, I mean, that's amazing. Cause I know for us, we do, we carve out a lot of time for prayer. I don't know how quality all that time is. I feel like usually when we're praying, we're like, 
I, we have to start all of our classes with a prayer, right? So I'm like praying, but I'm also trying to like calm everybody down and like set the tone. And I'm like thinking about how I'm going to present or what I'm going to present first. So it's, it's admirable. And I commend you for taking that little free time we get because it's not much <laughs> and like <It's> not. <laughs> continuing to pray. It's not, I mean, we get literally like, you know, 10, 10 minutes if we're lucky. <laughs> right. And it's like, I, I, it's like, it always works out. It's not like if I, if I did that prayer, I'm not going to like, I miss this part of my time or a play on time or whatever. It, mm-hmm. it never like, I've never felt like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. I should have been doing something else. I, I just... Right, it's never time wasted. I no. feel like I mean, and I, but I know I agree with you. Yeah, like you mentioned, it was like kind of like a marathon, and I've I think a lot of us often equate like the spiritual life to like working out because I know yeah. when I want to go to the gym, like I mean, I never really want to go to the gym. Let's be honest, but like when I carve <laughs> out that time, like it's just like it's just like showing up and getting there. And even like the first 10 minutes, I'm like, I still hate this. But then once I get going, then I'm like, oh, this feels great. But it's that getting there and that like sitting for like, you know, the first few minutes, I think, um, if you're doing prayer, if we're talking about prayer, I think, would you agree with that? Do you think that it's just the showing up and the, yeah, what's the most difficult part, would you say? Well, and like every day is not like some days my mind is wandering stuff you know whatever and then some days I'm really on it like I'm I'm on and I'm focused so I just the hard part too is like in the mornings um especially if the like the first readings are really long you're like oh this is so long and I'm gonna have to Mm -hmm. read this (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's important because they're so like they carry you through that Sunday reading and then you read the weekly readings it's like it's almost like a preface to what we're going to hear that Sunday. So it's like, I know it's important. Yeah. I've also started working out this summer and I was never good about like during my summer, I can, I, I can do so much and I'm so, you know, got the schedule. And then mm-hmm. it was always, I would quit during the school year and gain back the 15 pounds I lost plus more. <laughs> it's like, but I feel like even with my exercise, I'm more committed. I don't know if that's because of yeah. the other. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I think, too, my sons, like my pre-son, it's like they make me want to be a better Catholic. I mean, my son who's going in the seminary mm-hmm. and then my pre-son, my daughter's involved in way, way more in her Catholic group in college. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about my faith in college. It was like, so they make me want to be a better Catholic or better Christian. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I think Mm -hmm. the thing, I have a lot of friends that aren't Catholic and it's like, I think this could be for anybody. It doesn't just because I'm Catholic doesn't mean, you know, this doesn't apply to you or whoever that isn't. It's like, this can be for because Jesus wants all of us. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if we're Catholic or Protestant or whatever. He wants all of us to know him and all that. But yeah. And the adoration to me every week I go is so fulfilling now. It's just, I can sit there and just like, I get this, I'm getting this. I, I can't say I get it, but. No, but the, the practice. Yeah. It's just like with your, again, with working out, like once your body gets into that routine and then you kind of have to push yourself further because your body can just plateau, you know? And I think it's the same thing with the spiritual life right now you have a good, you know, your muscles are used to it. Like you're able to do it. Um, so then it's going to be like when we reach that plateau, maybe like, how are we going to push ourselves further? But you mentioned like mind, mind, body and spirit. And I do, I think when I find that too, when I'm, when I've started my day with prayer and working out, then I do feel like, you know, other things fall into place. Then I want to read rather than, 
than be on TikTok and scrolling. And <laughs> I actually had to give up. I had to give up TikTok um, for Lent last year because I was spending much more time on my phone than I was like reading books like I used to. So I, yeah, I do feel like yeah. the time is going to be it's going to be spent how we we use it. But I think you know the just getting into the routine is always the hardest. Right. I don't know if you yep. want to respond to any of that. It, it is. That's yeah. the hardest thing, I think, of, of anything. Um, I wanted to like, because we had also kind of talked when we were emailing about the verse. Um, there was a passage from Matthew that I think you also kind of wanted to connect this to. Um, and then also I wanted to point out like the verses kind of underneath this. Um, so like we, we talked about asking and then receiving. But right after this, it gets into this point, kind of like what I was saying about your request. Like if your prayer is like, I just want to know you, God, like what God or what? you know, well, you know, who's not going to respond to that, especially a loving God like we have. Oh, yeah, yeah. The verse right after this does say, like, what father among you would hand his son a snake, you know, when he asks for a fish. So I feel like that kind of goes in with what you were saying. And I don't know if you wanted to connect it to the the Matthew as well. Well, yeah, because um, a while ago, and I don't remember when, but this, the verse in Matthew, that which goes <laughs> verse 15. Um, and the, the, it's just a short verse. He's talking to Peter. And he says, he said to them, but who do you say that I am? And when I heard that, mm -hmm. whenever, whatever, Sunday or daily, I don't know, whatever, it was like, I don't think I know who you are. And that's kind of got me going. Like, it's just like that had always stuck with me. It's like, but who do you say that I am? And they, you know, they, they could say, well, you're the Messiah. Mm -hmm. You're the, but who do you say? You know, he kept asking that, who do you say that I am? And so it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, no, I love I love that that passage happens earlier in Luke's gospel. I, I want to say yeah. it's like chapter eight or something. That, that same thing. And it's during this time where Jesus is kind of traveling. I've actually gotten to go to the Holy Land. And this the part where Jesus says that, who do you say that I am or asks that they're in Caesarea Philippi, which is at the northern tip of Israel. And it's where a lot of um, altars to false gods have been built. And if you go, you can still see like in the mountainside carved out where these idols would have been. Okay. And so he's asking, like, who do you say that I am? He's literally being like, you know, am I like these other gods to you or am I different? Like, it's very interesting in that context. But I love how you're connecting that question then to that this passage of like the ask and you sell receive. So like, if you don't know who I am, if you don't know the answer to that question, or maybe like we think that we do, I certainly agree that I think like prayer can change that and develop that just like any relationship. Like if you get to know somebody, they might become your best friend or they might become your boyfriend or, you know, like if you get to right. know somebody and ask those questions. So I don't know. I love that connection. Um, I don't know if you wanted to respond to any of that. No. And I think, like I said, now, if I hear that now, it's like, I think I could respond. Like, who do you say that I am? Well, it's like, you know, who he is to me. Like I could think of things going on right now. And, and like I said, it's so mm -hmm. it's, I hate, cause I don't want someone to listen to this and like, well, your life is easy. Your kids are gone and you know, you're an empty nester. And that's true because you know, it's, it's hard when you have kids and try to carve out a time to do anything. But I think if I had any advice, just start small. It doesn't have to be going to adoration every week. It doesn't have to be going to daily mass. It doesn't have to be the things I've done. That This is what works for me. And there's so much out there. Maybe it's just reading a spiritual book, a chapter or a week, you know, or something or listening in your car to a reflection. It, it doesn't have to be all this to God doesn't care how you do it. He just wants us to do it. 
but whatever mm-hmm. works for each person is different. Yeah, and I agree. I'm I'm single, so like I have time to start my morning. You know, there's nobody to come yeah. in and like interrupt my morning. Like if I if I want to <laughs> if I if I lose sight of my plan, it's my fault usually, unless there's you know somebody like an emergency or something or a text or whatever. But yeah. usually, like I can if I set my intention, if I set my intention to like start my morning, you know, I can do that. And if I don't, then it's usually my fault. So I feel like, um, you know, I, I, I'm like you, like people might say like, oh, you have all this time and I do. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that time. Um, but I agree with what you were saying too. I think God, again, it's that line right after this of like, what father among you is going to like give you a snake, you know, like what God is not, if you're trying to make time, even if that time is like imperfect or small, if you're, if your intention is like honorable and your intention is true, like what God is not going to like look at that and smile, you know? And it, so. it'd be persistent because you may not feel anything. It could be for me, I feel like it was pretty quick, but for someone else, I, it might be a year or two. And it's like, it's that persistence too. I think, I think today's reading has yeah. something to do with pers- persistence and, and like, and, cons- and consistent too. Like, I think that's the thing I know I keep talking about working out, but like, it's the consistency, right? I can't just, oh, be yeah. like, cool. I worked out like one, one day this month, like I'm good. Like that's not, that's not helpful. So, I mean, I but actually think I prayer is like even different. Like God probably will is like, is excited if you just pray, like <laughs> if you have one good right. prayer time, like, you know, more so than you did before. Like he will be honored by that, I think. Yeah. I don't know if you agree, but. I agree. And yeah. I agree with the working out. I, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh. And the older you get, the harder it is. <laughs> I just tell my kids, start young, yeah. start young, keep at it. <laughs> yeah. Like develop that routine. That's it's yes. seems to be the theme here. Um, what else, what else do you, so we're talking about like developing a prayer time, the asking, the receiving, what other messages do you have from this passage or what else would you like to say about it? Um, probably not really too much. I mean, I just, I think surround yourself with good people too, um, no matter what their faith is, um, because you can like help each other and not really know it. I mean, even as a teacher, um, I don't, what grades do you teach? Are you like middle school? I am in middle school. That, yep, that's a, yep, that's a tough school. age. And it's like, even as a teacher, you you just want to be like, and I know I don't teach religion, but I'm sure it's like, they just sit there like glassy eyed and, <laughs> you know, it's their, I'm sure it's their favorite class, but, <laughs> but it's like, you're, you're, you're planting a seed and we, we can be planting seeds to people just from things we say or share or, I just think we need more positivity in the world. And um, mm-hmm. I, I guess, too, that, like I said, everything, there's so much turmoil, but I have that inner calm and that helps me to be more positive. I just know things are God. God's going to win in the end. So it's like, he, you know, it's mm-hmm. like even though things sound like look like they're falling apart, he will win. I mean, he's not going to lose. Mm-hmm. And I think we can just support each other, be kind, you know, and I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. Like the idea of the planting a seed, like I think I look at this verse, I'm looking at like verse um, 10. It says for everyone who seeks receipt or asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks the door will be opened. And I, I don't know, I, I feel like it might be a little bit misleading because there have been some things I've prayed for that like haven't happened yet. <laughs> you know, right. like I've been praying for a really long time for like, maybe like, 
like a partner or I've been praying a really long time for like peace on earth or like an end to like the division in our country or an end to the war in the Ukraine. You know, like I feel like there's a lot of things that like haven't really been answered. So I don't know. What would you say maybe to to like people who'd be like, oh, well, I'm praying and I'm not not seeing any doors open here. Would I would say, say just it's it's hard and it's discouraging, but he answers it at some point. Um, it may take a long time, mm-hmm. but like I said, I can see prayers that I've prayed a long time ago that maybe are just being answered now. And, and there's always a reason. There's just right. a reason why. And sometimes there might not be anything you can say just to say, you know, I understand. I, I get it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I always go back to St. Paul because um, like St. Paul talks about like that, that kind of thorn. And it makes me think like, you know, I know Paul was praying all the time <laughs> and he <laughs> certainly probably prayed. And even Jesus himself, like Jesus, Jesus uh, at the agony in the garden, like is praying, like, you know, if he could take this cup away from me, that would be right. cool. But like, that wasn't the answer. It wasn't the answer, you know? And like, ultimately what he did was for good. So anyways, I don't know. That's kind of a tangent, but it made yeah, me think like, that's, yeah. even the holiest people. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's But like I said, I guess I didn't say this in the beginning, but it's like even like saints, the saints, I mean, we kind of think, oh, they had these perfect lives. I'm like, no, they had pain. They had suffering. They, they, you know, had ailments. They made poor, some of them made poor decisions, but um, in the end they, you know, they became saints and that's what we're all kind of called to do. And then sometimes I'll I'll never be a saint. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't know. It's like you just don't know. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, for my my prayer time, like when I do commit to it, when I do say, okay, even though I don't feel it, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray anyways. Um, I think that's a really important thing too. Like I think we talked about consistency and something that sticks with me with Saint Ignatius talking about saints, like, you know, if you have a plan to like stick to it, like that's something that Ignatius would say. Like, so if your plan is to pray at whatever time, like try not to deviate from that. So I, I try to keep that in my mind. Like obviously things come up, but like if you can really make something happen, like stick with it. Cause I feel like that's right. very fruitful because even if, even if my prayers aren't answered, like the way I want them to like, you know, no world peace or anything like that, I still come away from that prayer time with some kind of peace, you right. know? So I feel like there is, always some kind of benefit. And I think that's what you were sharing. Yeah. Earlier yeah. As well. Yep. Yep. And even if it's like, I'm, I'm real scheduled. Like I said, I have this time for this and this and this. And, um, but even like if someone's not a scheduling type of person, even just before they go to bed at night, just reflect on your day. God mm-hmm. wants us to be self reflect mm-hmm. and you know, what, what went right? What went wrong? You know, like what choices right. did I make? That's always a great thing. If, if, if nothing else, even just doing that, that'll, and then just say, God, you know, help me to see where I could improve. Like you said, he's not going to not answer our prayers on his time. Right. <laughs> on yeah. his schedule. That's very Ignatian, <laughs> very Ignatian of you, that, that prayer that you're talking about, like at the end of the day, that like examine. Yeah. Yeah. Is very, that's like Ignatian. Yeah. I think that's beautiful to be reminded that like prayer doesn't have to be, I mean, certainly for you, like you said, adoration, literally do the hours, but like the examine is also a beautiful prayer where you just at the oh, end yeah. of the night just say like, go through your day. Like, what did I do? Well, yep. What could I improve? You don't even have to buy a book. You can pull it up on your phone. Don't do anything else on your phone, but <laughs> pull up the examine and just <laughs> right. like, kind of like, you know, how'd it go? And it just asks questions and then you get to do it where you just mm-hmm. do it automatically. And 
the hard thing is like the not being distracted by my phone for sure. Oh my gosh. Um, I, just, I, have to, I, like, I have to like, put, I have to like put it away. So that while I'm, when I'm praying, <laughs> I have to just keep it in the other room. I, I just get distracted period. I'm just like a very visual person. So I'm like, <laughs> ah, you know, and I'm kind of like an art person. So I'm like, I'm always distracted. I'm probably when I would daydream <laughs> all the time and get in trouble in school for daydreaming. And I know it's like, it's me. And now you're a, a STEM teacher, like a tech I teacher. Am. I mean, that's a great, it's a, for someone, well, it's, it makes sense because it's very tangible, right? Like yes. you're doing projects. It's very and fun. It's, yeah. Yep. And even I worked in a public school and I, kids kind of would, they knew like, where do your kids go to school? And I, they went to the Catholic high school and they're like, so they knew I was Catholic. And honestly, kids in a public school have a lot of questions. Like they ask a lot, they want, yeah. they're searching for the truth. And it's like, Oh, they're searching for beauty and truth. And it's like, why, why? Mm -hmm. uh, that's another, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a big topic. I know. Yeah. We'll keep that for another time. But um, at the end of the podcast, I give people a chance to plug any kind of projects or resources. Um, I know that you are on Twitter. So is there anything you'd like us to check out? Um, No, not really. Um, If I, like I said, uh, just, if you, the daily examines on an app, um, just the books I have are the, it's like the date Christian prayer book. It's like the liter my liturgy, of the hours, my son has this whole volume set thing, but, um, and then I, what I really like is the daily missile and it gives like the readings and then like a little, so I like that, but those are my little things for that. And would you like us to follow you on Twitter? <laughs> sure. Like if, if any teachers are out there that are interested in like STEM stuff and I, I, I probably need about five different Twitter accounts cause I like food. So I like the food stuff and then the mm -hmm. education and then the Catholic Twitter and I'm kind of all over the board nature and all that stuff. So, but yeah, follow me. Is it just at Kathy? Is it at Kathy Roby or where's three. What's your I think Twitter it's handle? Kath, Kathy Roby three. And if you all would like to follow me, I'm on Instagram at seven mile chats, all spelled out and you can message me. I'd love to talk to you and see if you'd like to be a guest. I'm also on Twitter at the struckly one M S S T R U K E L Y one, where I tweet about what's going on in my classroom and how I met Kathy. So um, thank you so much, Kathy, for doing this. You're welcome. Bye everyone. <laughs>